everyone, and welcome to Pump Up the Volume, where we look at anything and everything that is affecting the process manufacturing industry. My name is Don Horn, and I'm the editor of Process West and IPPT magazines. We are starting things off with Peter Aulich, General Manager of JW Winko Canada, who will be talking about the challenges of setting up a new branch of operations. Hello, Peter, and welcome to the show. Uh, hello, Don. Uh, pleasure to be here with you. Thank you so much. I hope I didn't mispronounce your name too badly. My, my German is very rusty. <laughs> no, it was, it was very good, actually. <laughs> if not, seized up completely. <laughs> the, the, to get on to topic here, uh, you folks at JW Winko, you've just opened up a new branch in Ontario recently. Yes, that's right. So um, we're part of a, a larger group of companies. Uh, we have been active in North America as JW Winko for 35, 40 years now, mainly in the US. And we had a sales operation here in Canada for about 10 years and now decided to open up an actually fully operational branch here in, in Canada to better serve our, our customers here. Um, now, so you did have a footprint here before, but uh, really you did start from scratch setting up this, uh, this new building. Um, could you maybe walk us through how that proceeded? Yes, that's right. Like we literally only had like a salesperson here before, right? So there's been a lot of um, a lot of things that 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 we went through, and uh, we basically started like um, mid last year with with that process, and within the last like I'd say about eight to eight to ten months, uh, we we came came quite quite far there with like actually finding a suitable building which was to a, to a certain degree challenging in, in like the GTA real estate market. There's very, very little um, buildings at this point available on the market for like commercial real estate all the way through like finding a few different buildings that we looked at, uh, negotiating the lease, actually then moving through, through some of the renovations. And then eventually like once we moved in, setting up all, all the necessary equipment and, and, and processes and everything. Now, setting up a new branch of operations, there's a thousand different moving parts, maybe even 10,000 different moving parts. But now you throw in COVID-19 as well. How many curveballs have you had to deal with during this entire process? I would say, interestingly, like COVID-19 didn't throw too many curveballs to us as we are a relatively small operation, but it, it definitely disrupted our, our sales uh, uh, cycle a bit because we, uh, we usually we visit our, our customers very frequently or, or regularly in person. And that's just something that's, that's not very easily been done or even possible at all in, in, in these days. So we, we definitely saw an, an effect on, on the sales side. On the operations side, I would say it's, we've, we've been mostly, mostly fine, fine on that end. Now, I don't want to say this is a one-man operation, but uh, I mean, you've, you've been keeping a lot of balls in the air juggling. How has that been going for you personally? It's interesting, right? Because as a general manager of, of a smaller operation here, a smaller branch here, you're basically manager, purchaser, HR person, IT person, finance backup for whoever like uh, is, is out at, at a certain day at the same time. And, and that's just kind of like a normal, normal day. Right. And on top of that, it's, it's been a very interesting journey because you have a lot of problems that you have to solve that, that come up that 
in in that way have have never been there right like we have the advantage that we have a lot of support from our us office but then there's also a lot of things that are different or they haven't gone through 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 that very same thing in canada again so so definitely quite quite the interesting learning curve uh, i know from a european perspective uh Canada, U.S. markets must seem very much the same, but what have you seen that are uh, perhaps slight differences between operating in Canada compared to operating in the United States? Uh, that's a good question. I mean, in the end, I feel like Canada is always a bit of like somewhat halfway in between like Europe and, 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 and the U.S. And we deal with a lot of like parts that uh, are either in metric or in 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 imperial dimensions so so definitely canada you see an interesting interesting mix of both whereas like europe if you come there with any any imperial or inch part they they look at you very strangely and and see what what are you talking about here and in the us it's the opposite almost we have some customers that that actually do use metric but i would say it's mostly companies that deal with export towards like europe or other other countries it's always interesting in Canada where we can like get get both sides and and that that interesting mix. I would say also the the Canadian mentality is is definitely a bit distinct, right? And from me, I mean, I've been living here in Canada for about ten years now, and coming from Europe, it's it's definitely a bit of a adjustment, and people communicate just differently on a day to day basis, and. Uh, I have to sometimes catch myself as as a German. I, I commu- uh, communicate extremely direct, and people don't always always uh, uh, can can deal with that very well. It might sound sometimes a little harsh, but I'm I'm trying my best to uh, to be more more Canadian polite. <laughs> uh, as a journalist, it, it is very refreshing to have someone speak directly and not do the tap dance that. Uh, uh, may I say maybe some of our politicians are prone to do? For for me, it's been interesting because we already had a certain certain setup here. So because we already had an existing sales operation that I, I became part of, and then started managing and getting to know that that was, was definitely an interesting, interesting process and definitely dealing with the different personalities and characters. And we also work with like sales agencies. So we have a part, partly internal sales, partly sales agencies that we work with. So, so it's definitely, definitely been interesting to deal with all the different people involved with that. You're listening to Pump Up the Volume, a podcast that can be found on the IPPT website, www.ippt.ca. Joining us today is Peter Aulich, the general manager of JW Winco Canada. Now you've been up and running at your new Markham location for about two months now. How is that going? Yeah, I mean, for us, there was a big milestone. Like we officially moved in here in November and by the time uh, we had the first parts arrive, the, the shelf set up, the, the parts in, in stock, all of our operations set up, we got our first shipment out at the end of January. So it took us about three and a half months. And since then we've, probably been shipping out around like two to 300 packages a month. So it's, it's been very good. And, and I have, uh, I've been very blessed to have a great like team here as well with, with the warehouse and, and uh, I have a inside salesperson here as well. And I think even so we're like a small team we're we're working very, very well together. So it's, it's been a really 
good time. And as long as there's no crazy or whatever IT issues or power outages, I would say we're we're having a very very good good grasp on things by now. Uh, prior to the podcast, Peter and I spoke about some of the crazy events that happened last week to him. And, and Peter just rolled with the punches and kept things moving along, which was fantastic. I think it takes a special breed of person to uh, manage a location like that, doesn't it? Yeah, I, I guess from, from, from my perspective, I, I don't always think about that too much. But you definitely have to be quite flexible and, and, and deal with whatever curveballs like the day throws at you. And as I mentioned before, we had like last week, we had a, a day where we had a four hour power outage that, that then when that was resolved, turned into a five hour internet outage. <laughs> and by by the end of the day, so I was able to, with my limited knowledge of, of IT, was able to to like just fix our system back up because nowadays, right, like you, you can't operate without internet anymore. That's right. If you have no internet now, I'm not sure what you can do as a business. It's it's interesting. Like even like you would think like a warehouse, right, would function still. Like there's a lot of manual work, right? But all of our our uh, ERP system and and software platform and whatever, right? It's it it only works when you have internet connection these these days. So so like yeah, an internet and power outage really really takes you out. <laughs> Um, I know you uh, you sell a variety of products. Uh, are there any specific items uh, that are especially in demand right now? We actually had um, a series of of inquiries that that are directly related to to the COVID nineteen crisis right now. And just to give you a bit of an overview, there's a certain amount of like let's say stainless steel parts uh, that we've seen inquiries about for. Kind of like medical technology, um, medical equipment, also for any kind of like safety gear. Uh, we had like some inquiries where people uh, needed uh, were inquiring about hand knobs uh, to mount some some of those like plexiglass shields that you see in the supermarkets and things like that, or even like for for face shields, stainless steel leveling feet. Uh, we actually just got a large order in for that for a company that's it's working on on a. COVID-19 like testing equipment set up. That, that's interesting. Yeah, some, some items that you never thought would have been in demand. Now, suddenly there's a great deal of interest in them. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, we have a really broad spectrum. I mean, on our website alone, we have over 50,000 different, different components. And obviously that's like, if you count all the different like dimensions and variations of, of each of our, our product groups, but but yeah, it's it's definitely been a bit of a shift, and and to a certain degree, this new new type of business is 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 making up for some of the 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 losses that we've seen on other ends ends of our business now. Yeah. Now I I realize the economy is struggling right now, but uh, at some point businesses will look to expand. Do you have any tips or advice for, for business owners who are looking to grow their business, their companies? Um. It, it really depends on like how how do you want to grow the business and I mean even before I joined in uh, JW Winker here I was working for a startup and we grew over a period of about eight years from from pretty much scratch to to being a five million dollar business and the question is more like what are you trying to achieve with your business and and what what is your service offering and how can that help other people 
And then once you have really nailed down your business strategy and, and your approach and how you go to the market, then you can think about your growth path. And, and then it comes really down to your, I would say, in my experience, to, to your comfort level and, and, and your financial uh, situation. If you want to really like grow more, would say organically and, and more linearly, or if you have the means to, to really exponentially grow and like scale up a business really fast. Well, speaking of uh, growth and expansion, I'm, I'm only speaking for myself here. My waistline has been expanding during the self-isolation. How are you doing? Yeah, it's, it's probably been a bit, bit, bit similar. I feel like that's for me one of the most challenging things. I usually used to work out three, four times a week. And now just being at home and I really don't like doing home workouts. That's what I noticed over the last couple of weeks. So fortunately, the weather has been getting a bit better. So I've been able to get back on my bike. So, so that's been a nice, nice change. But I'm a big uh, uh, swimmer and I play water polo. So, so I'm looking forward to, to getting back into that at some point. I think for some of our listeners, just to clarify, water polo, they do not drown horses. There are no horses. No, there's, there's no horses in the pool, and usually. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to thank our guest, Peter Aulich, for joining us today and for sharing some valuable tips to keep business going during this pandemic. If you'd like to be a guest on our podcast, Pump Up the Volume, you can send an email to myself, Don Horn, at dhorne at ipt.ca and put in the subject line, Pump Up the Volume. And you can look for highlights of this podcast in the upcoming issue of IPP&T Magazine. Once again, Peter, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, it, was, it was a pleasure to talk to you, Don. Thank you uh, for me as well. Please stay safe, everyone. Mm-hmm.